What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Turn on the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at Will 11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Live from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, day two of the Senior Bowl is in the books. Going to do a little recap of day one and day two, who stood out, um, you know, the, the trenches, receivers, um, you know, everything like that. And then quickly hit on the couple of moves that's happened uh, since we last recorded on Saturday. Rex Hogan uh, mutually agreed to part ways with the Jets earlier today, their assistant general manager. And most importantly, their article in The Athletic uh, regarding Robert Sala, the Jets regime, Nathaniel Hackett. I'll hit on that at the end. I'm not going to share too many thoughts there, uh, but I do want to hit on that. Let's start with with the senior bowl, the most important thing of, you know, kind of why, <laughs> you know, what, these two pods, and then we'll, you know, have a, a full recap on, on Saturday on TJ Talks on Badlands. We'll start with the Senior Bowl yesterday and today. Um, I think the biggest things that have stand, stood out is, you know, most importantly, the trench play has been fantastic, especially on the offensive side of the football. Um, guys like Christian Haynes, uh, Jackson Powers-Johnson, uh, Talese Fuaga, uh, Tyler Guyton, uh, you know, other folks like that have uh, really, really impressed. Um, I, I think in different ways. I, I think Guyton and, and Fuaga have both been incredibly physical, you know, the tackle spots, playing a lot of right tackle and, big dudes um you know who who've just they've really impressed they've impressed in one-on-ones they've impressed in you know run periods they've impressed in teams so those are some names to watch an eye on for the Jets if they you know potentially pick a 10 again if they were to trade back maybe maybe things change there you know Haynes is a guy who I thought probably a third round pick um it's been really it's really damn impressive this week uh anchors you know really well and in past sets specifically is you know uh I, I haven't seen him lose a rep yet so you know, that's been impressive in Jackson Power Johnson. Again, they obviously have Joe Tittman. He's probably not an option for the Jets, but again, a guy that, you know, has just been really damn impressive through, you know, through two days. Um, you know, Roman Wilson, the receiver out of Michigan, you know, is a guy, uh, you know, Brennan Rice out of USC, you know, another name that that's, uh, you know, that's really impressed, you know, day one and day two. Rice and, um, you know, Lad McConkie again out of Georgia, another receiver that's impressed. Uh, you know, Xavier Leggett had a much better day today than he did, you know, a day ago. Um, so there, there's been a lot of, you know, kind of impressive, uh, you know, performances from some of the receivers. Again, Leggett struggled day one, came back today. I thought was, you know, was honestly pretty, pretty damn good. Again, a guy that physically, um, I think is, is a guy that I'm not saying he's Debo or even Jonathan Bingo, but a lot of those same vibes of just a guy who's like a bowling ball with the football in his hands, goes up and gets it. He, you know, he's obviously been impressive. Uh, Jaquan Jackson from Tulane has been was unbelievable today. It was felt like he was open every goddamn play. It was, it was pretty impressive there. Um, you look at the quarterbacks and things like that. Michael Penix has probably stood out the most. You know, uh, on the first practice, I didn't think Sam Hartman is impressed. You know, whatsoever. I, I thought he was maybe you know maybe the potential day three upside option for the Jets. You know, he just hasn't really hasn't really impressed me much whatsoever. And I saw it smaller. I felt like in person than um, you know I was expecting. Bo Nix has not had a you know great two days in my opinion, especially today. I felt like he's fine. He's been good. He throws some good balls, but um, you know I, I don't think he's overly impressed here. And there was some buzz coming coming into the weekend. You know, started to hear a little bit on Monday. You know, flying in. Oh, you know, Bo Nix top ten maybe. You know, obviously beneficial for the Jets if Bo Nix actually does go. Um, you know, maybe he does go in the top ten. Who knows? But you know, at the moment, didn't wasn't overly impressed with him. Um, you know, from the you know other you know other practices, I, I felt like. The quarterbacks there, Rattler is kind of who he is, who we thought it is. Joe Milton is kind of who we thought he is. Uh, both guys have live arms. They both struggle with decision-making and mechanics and throwing on the run and doing these other things. So, um, 
you know, Carter Bradley out of uh, out of South Alabama, though, has been pretty damn impressive um, for what it's worth. I mean, again, local kid played in South Alabama. It's obviously, you know, where you know where we are now playing at home, but it's been pretty it's been pretty good. Um, you know, from that perspective, you know, we've seen some of the defensive linemen and, and corners stand out and stuff like that. I don't want to go too far deep into that just because from a judge perspective, uh, if they draft a pass rusher, uh, you know, or cornerback in the first round, I think the fan base may riot. Um, you know, so I, I kind of want to hit as much on that. McConkey again, uh, you know, out of Georgia. I, again, I don't I don't he's probably a second or third round pick. Primarily sloppy. He has played some outside, to, you know, this week. I, I just dude is open open and more open uh fast agile quick good route runner um you know he'd he'd be a great play addition for the jets again i just don't know where he ends up landing um you know from that perspective again i'll have more of a full in-depth breakdown uh you know after tomorrow's practice and then you know a, a real full kind of breakdown of you know kind of dumping all my notes from the week uh kind of what i'm what i've heard um you know what what we've kind of gotten here you know down in mobile from a practice perspective again and then you know, kind of what you know, the buzz around the Jets, et cetera. You know, I'll kind of leave it off with Fuaga, I think, has been, again, been good. Um, I think he's had some really nice reps. He's definitely a competitor. He, the dude definitely is physical. Definitely a right – I definitely feel like he's a, a right tackle or a right guard, much more, you know, probably obviously definitely a tackle, but don't really see him at left tackle. So, again, if you take him at 10, you have to have a plan. Is ABT your right guard? Is he your left tackle? Do you sign a left tackle? What do you do there? So, um there definitely is some split though with you know Fashanu and uh you know and Fuaga, depending on who you talk to. Um last two kind of things here again, quicker pod today. I just want to get something out, you know, kind of to everybody. Rex Hogan parts away to the Jets um this morning after and I guess mid-morning after the the article from the athletic drops. Um everyone's probably read it by now. Everyone's delving fully into it. I guess I'll hit on a few things here. I think it's a non-zero percentage non-zero percent chance Robert Sal is fired. Um, I said it after the year. I felt like I'm not campaigning for him to get fired, but if it happens, it happens. Um, they've underwhelmed for three years. I think a lot of the stuff we, we kind of knew already or wasn't anything outrageous. I think a couple of things that stood out that just frustrated me were we have to, you know, get just all we do have to do after Roger gets hurt, we have to get the seven or eight wins, blah, blah, blah. And, bitching and complaining, making excuses. I think a lot of the stuff on Hackett, we everyone kind of had an idea about or has heard about and, and things like that. I thought the complaining that the Giants are covered differently than the Jets, um, whether that's true or not, and, and it probably is. Let the fans complain about that. Let people on Twitter, let the newspapers, let, let everybody else handle that stuff and talk radio and podcasts, et cetera. You're the head coach of the Jets take care of business and, and stop worrying about the way the Jets and the Giants are covered, et cetera, et cetera. The Jets have made the playoffs in 13 years. Like, unfortunately, until you start winning games, they're probably going to be covered differently. And I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing, but it's just the reality. Um, that and then, you know, saying he's going to take guys' phones, you know, coaches' phones because he, you know, wanted the guys to come for like Some of that stuff, it's just like, man, what are we doing? Um and again, Rex Hogan parting ways, you know, Rex has been a nice guy and, you know, somebody that's been with the Jets for a long time now is Joe Nogles is number two and all these different things. So there'll be a shakeup there. We'll see how it affects the offseason and the draft more specifically, especially day two, day three. Um, but yeah, it's just never a dull moment in Jets world. Um, 
as a recording here tonight, the Jets have still not wished Robert Sala happy birthday. So I don't know. Uh, everyone's been, <laughs> been contemplating if that's a that's a sign of things to come. Uh, but again, look, uh, exciting first two days down here in Mobile. I think Jets fans should be happy. The receivers and and the, the offensive linemen have looked really good. And, you know, that's uh, that's kind of big positions to need, obviously, for them. Don't stress yourself out. Diane and Zach did a fantastic job, I thought, on the piece. I think they're incredible reporters. I think that Danielle and uh, Diane Rossini is as plugged in as you're going to find, you know, here in the NFL. So um, I wouldn't go searching for fun, trying to figure out what's wrong there. Um, but again, the Jets got to get this stuff right. They got to hit on these draft picks. They got to hit on free agency and trades. And they got to go in 2024, whether it's Robert Sala and Joe Douglas at the helm or somebody else, whoever knows, it's probably going to be them, 99% chance. But I guess you never know. Stop with the excuses. Go get a W week one and then go in again week two and win again week three and stack wins and go make the playoffs and shut everybody up. Enough of the talking. Sauce Gardner said it the other day. I should be more silent assassins this offseason. Um, let's, you know, again, I have no problem with confidence and talking and doing all these different things, but go take care of business. Go start winning some games. And I think everything will kind of fall into place kind of try to block out the noise and all that stuff and, and you know, talk about not worrying about Twitter and not worrying about, you know, fans' reactions and podcasts and all these different things. Um, Got to start kind of more so acting like it. So, again, um, wouldn't go on a full tailspin about the article or, or Rex Hogan leaving or um, any of that stuff. You know, enjoy some of the Senior Bowl stuff. Enjoy some of the reporting from, you know, Joe and Connor, obviously, and, um, you know, DA and Meigs and Dan and, and everyone on the Badlands feed. Um, I'll be back again Friday morning with an episode and then Saturday with TOJ Talks. Appreciate everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you guys. Uh, talk to you guys later this week.